It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. It's inflation day, if I may call it that, because we got the CPI figures out for December and, well, they certainly surprised. I'm here with David Scott, as always. He's uh, in the studio in Adelaide to walk through it all. Scotty, a little bit of a surprise in those inflation numbers. Yeah, uh, particularly in the underlying measures, I've got to say, that uh, a big acceleration, including a lot of signs that uh, the broadening of inflationary pressures out to the services side of the economy. And at 6.9% uh, year on year, that, uh, that trims mean reading is pretty nasty. And uh, all things considered, it means that uh, any hopes that the RBA might go and sit on the hands now for the foreseeable future, probably not there yet now. So almost lock and loaded, uh, guaranteed for a 25-pointer in February, and maybe one after that. We'll see how the uh, evolving data comes in. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it was a bit of a surprise. And one thing more broadly goes and shows that uh, this whole discussion we're having uh, midway through last year about Australia being somehow different to the rest of the world, well, bollocks, that's been put to bed. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I've only been really watching the front ends of the uh, yield curve to try and get a sense on what the markets are, you know, I guess changing uh, or how the markets are changing perceptions about that February meeting. Because it has to be said, uh, and for rightly or wrong, uh, or rightly or wrongly, um, there seemed to be a bit of a split in, in mark or implied in market pricing as whether the RBA would hike at all in February. Well, it would seem to me that maybe that's been thrown out because the two-year rallied about 20 basis points. Correct me if I'm wrong, Scotty, because I'm going off data from the uh, the interwebs, uh, about 20 basis points when I checked, um, would seem to be that, uh, well, the expectation is that the, the RBA will indeed go 25 in Feb. And, uh, well, I, I think asset prices or, or, or equities will really have to sort of reflect that over the next coming, uh, over the coming days. We've already got the Aussie up at around 71 cents. Yeah, it's got to be said, uh, there was a late uh, sell off the final price auction, the, uh, the ASX, but mm. it was really the uh, odd one out of all the uh, the broader asset classes. There was a big rate recalibration, so saw a lot of uh, the, particularly on the front end of the curve, going repriced quite aggressively, uh, implying there's going to be more rate hikes coming through. The Aussie dollar, as you mentioned, uh, hitting five month highs above 71 US cents. But the uh, equity market, uh, just nothing bad news at the moment seems to stick. Uh, now, we know what the implications are that it, we might see over-tightening from the RBA. That might go and lead to a more pronounced slowdown. That could go and increase bad and uh, bad and doubtful debts at the other banks. But uh, clearly, the investors that are out there today, at least, saw that as being a pretty positive when it comes to an uh, expansion of uh, NIMs or net interest margins at the banks. And that was the real kind of uh, no, catalyst to go and keep the market afloat. So whatever it gets thrown at at the moment, the broader market finds a way to go and uh, push it to the side. It really has been a resilient start to the year. Yeah, and uh, just to continue on the stat that you threw out there the other other day, I think it was yesterday actually, that um, this marks only the fourth down day for the market in 2023. Uh, that's out of the 20 or so that we've had 
so far. I think 16, 16 up, four down, so not a bad statistic. Um, again, it begs the question whether we've run too far. The banks, like you alluded to, might be key there because we do have the CBA awfully close, again, to record highs. Uh, is that justified into uh, an economy this year that could slow down quite materially? I don't know, maybe it's already in the price. We'll have to have to see. But uh, before we go into perhaps the interviews of the day and, and the stock of the day too, Scuddy, wouldn't mind picking your brain very quickly on another news story uh, today, early our time, which is Microsoft's results. Uh, we haven't chatted about them together yet, but I mean, I, uh, of course, I'm uh, always a cynic, especially about how these things are, are possibly reported. But we saw an, an initial rally uh, off the back of the results very much within what you would expect for, for an earnings release. Overall, I don't know if the, the story was necessarily fantastic for, for Microsoft. Revenue growth at a five-year lows, painting a fairly negative picture about the outlook. Maybe the worst is priced into the stock, but certainly nothing that changes the narrative into anything optimistic by any means. Uh, did you have an interpretation of those Microsoft numbers by any chance? Not particularly. Just from a, a market mechanic perspective, uh, the, the fact that they guided you know, to a very downbeat uh, you know, Q3 coming up, uh, it really isn't a surprise. That then goes and lowers the bar. We'll see the analyst community go and lower the bar as well. And then slows the seeds that uh, when those numbers come out in actuality in three months' time, more than likely they'll probably go and beat. But uh, it does give you that sense that uh, you know, there is a slowdown coming and there is an economic slowdown coming. There is an earnings slowdown coming. And we may go and tip into uh, to negative territory by some margin as well. Uh, at the moment, uh, we're seeing prices doing a lot of the heavy lifting when it comes to uh, multiple expansions again. At some point, that may have to be rectified. And yeah, we've had a lot of good news priced into the markets and not a lot of bad stuff. So we'll see what the other big boppers come up with next week. We've got Tesla overnight tonight, but that's only the biggest of the big out next week of those tech titans. We'll see what they have to go and say. But uh, yeah, the, clearly there's, uh, there's downside risk to earnings and uh, yeah, Microsoft just uh, in putting that in the other price again with that, uh, that guidance they did in that, uh, that market call. Yeah, definitely. And uh, that's a day of earnings releases. 20% of the S&P 500 market cap will report. Same day as the Fed hands down its first decision of the year. So it's going to be a crack of that Thursday morning. It also should be said too, and again, almost more as a, a bit of trivia, uh, the, the implied move in the options market for Microsoft coming into the release was 4.9%. The rally was 4.5%, closed flat for the session. So it really was a sort of a garden variety move for an earnings release. So I don't know if you can read anything into it uh, necessarily. Was an earnings beat on an adjusted basis. Revenue was a little bit mixed. Uh, still some confidence coming through there that, um, well, there was better expected sales growth for the cloud computing uh, part of the business. So uh, just for the folks out there might have taken some kind of this or do take some kind of interest in, in Microsoft, um, there's a, a few headlines that uh, perhaps you can chow down on. Um, but let's get now, Scuddy, to the stock of the day. And it's one that um, has come up, well, uh, fairly frequently today, mineral resources. We had uh, Henry Jennings back on, uh, dubbed, uh, it has to be said, if you want to go watch the call again, the professor now. He's earned himself something of a nickname. Koshi has bestowed him with that honorific. Uh, but also Andrew Wheelant, he's a very frequent sparring partner, and I dare say, say partner in crime at different stages, uh, discussing mineral resources. Let's hear what the lads had to say stock and it's just disappointed right. a little bit so we wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised to see some broker downgrades tomorrow um but you know if it got back down to 83 84 right load up so hold if you're in hold if you're in buy at 83 if, if you're not in maybe give it a day or two to to let this all wash through but uh i think you know at the end of the day 
the lithium price is going to stay high okay. for longer because of what Minrez has said today and because of what Albemarle has said as well and what Pilbara said. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's not easy bringing on production. So uh, Henry's right, tomorrow there'll be a whole lot of downgrades come through and that may see some further price weakness, but it is absolutely a quality business with quality management in the right space at the right time and sort of in that 80 to 85 mark is the sweet spot. So it's a hold if you're in there, uh, a patience, and I reckon under a week, uh, I'm not sure it'll get to 80 to 85, but certainly if it continues to come off into the 80s, I'm very interested. Okay, so Henry's called it a hold, and Andrew has said a hold as well with the caveat that if it drops into the $80 price range, he'd be totally interested. So not going to go to the investment committee, not an, a ringing endorsement of the stock by any means, but certainly one uh, that has merits there. Um, so D-Y-O-R, but that's what um, Henry Jennings and Andrew Willant had to say about mineral resources. Okay, to the discussions that we had today, I'll lead off, Scuddy, because um, I've uh, become the biggest fan of Daniel Ortiz from Lincoln Indicators, resource analyst there, always comes up with some really fa fantastic insights and discussion about the investability of, uh, of uh, particular resource stocks on the ASX. He came with about seven today, crisscrossing the gold sector, uh, uh, battery uh, minerals as well as some energy stocks there. So if you're um, well inclined to the resource space or just like uh, those sorts of discussions, that one might be for you there today. Again, Daniel Ortiz from Lincoln Indicators. Uh, Scotty, anything that jumped out at you by any chance? Oh, look, uh, I didn't have that many conversations today. I had a chat uh, with Bob Aicino from uh, Path Trading Partners and the Global View. And uh, he's got uh, the ability to go and, uh, and uh, pull back or lengthen the, the, the trading time horizon that he goes and operates in. And uh, yeah, he, he's talking about those downside risks to earnings. He thinks the markets are priced for perfection at this point in time. He still thinks it's going to be a US recession. And he believes that there's still likely to be elevated inflation, albeit just not the kind of levels we're seeing at the moment. So yeah, he was pretty definitive as to where he wants to be operating, where he feels comfortable being long in such a market. So I'm not going to give it away, but uh, certainly that's one worth uh, having a look on the website. It's up there now. Okay, great conversation there. I had a good uh, chat on the trade today with Carl Kapalunga. Obviously loves his charts. Uh, we dug into the tech sector, um, asked him whether, well, the fortunes might be turning around. We sort of tapped into that theme of Microsoft as well as the NASDAQ. You know, picking up a little bit over the last few days, as we said, well, off its highs, of course. Um, also, one in the newsletter today to keep an eye on, and Nadine had a number of really good conversations uh, with some US guests after the close of Wall Street today. Uh, Dan Ives from Wedbush joined us, obviously tackled the tech question as well and, and Microsoft's results. Kenny Polkari was also on earlier today. Uh, enigmatic as always, emphatic as always in his views. And uh, again, having a bit of a chat about the well, broader uh, out market outlook. But uh, on top of that, the, the results from Microsoft. Also, I have to add in there too, um, I know we, we try and stick to the stocky kind of things uh, more often than not. But on a day like this where you know, macro factors were, were certainly the driving force behind price action where interest rate policy is going to become uh, in focus over the next fortnight or so. Had a great chat with Stephen Miller from GSFM. Um, he was on yesterday actually talking about how he was expecting an upside surprise in inflation. Outlined his case, more or less came to fruition today. So a really good discussion, maybe uh, a few more pearls of wisdom for what's to come from RBA policy in the future. And also your hookup, your mate, 
uh, Scuddy, uh, Gareth Aird from the CBA, uh, the well head of Australia Eco- of Economics there, uh, joined us at the desk. First time in 2023, first time we've had the privilege of having him in the office for a little while. Discuss the current views of the CBA when it comes to, well, the inflation outlook, the growth outlook, as well as interest rate policy. Uh, won't spoil too much, but they're sticking to their call. It'll be one more and then done for the RBA in February. But um, Scuddy, got to say your sunnies are on you've got a, a trip plans fun to be had with the young family obviously in the next 24 hours before we go do we have anything else that we should uh cover off as we look ahead uh other than the fact that uh, well hopefully we'll be we'll, we'll be resting up tomorrow nothing but uh i'm gonna throw a, a lamb shank on the uh the barbie and happy australia day everyone have a great day out there and uh, look, look forward to being back on there on uh, friday Okay, well, Scotty, safe travels. Great to chat, and we'll, uh, we'll talk Friday. Take care. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.